0: Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history and future history at the same time. All week, we're talking about the Joker. As of right now, we are hours away. It comes out tonight, Thursday night. I'm going to see it. I'm excited. I'm not the only one excited. My good friend, fellow podcaster, Colby is too. He's here to talk about it also. Colby, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing quite
1: good. Yeah, I'm too excited. I don't know... Exactly when I'm seeing it yet, I'll either be it tonight or early tomorrow, depending on whenever I get out of the house. But I, yeah, I'm, this is a movie that I am... I, I, it's weird to say excited. It's like, this is the movie I'm most eager to finally... I'm like most anxious to finally actually know if I love it or hate it.
0: Like Yeah, I'm going at 9.30 tonight. I wanted to go at 4 and go to the very first showing, but my buddy doesn't get for it till 9 and he wanted to go, so I was like, okay, I'll I'll go, and we'll go check it out. But, yeah, this, so, I was talking about this. Something just hit me that I think you, you're a music guy. I'm a music guy. I think you'll relate. So, this movie has been in gestation forever. I mean, it's been, uh, yeah, we're going to do a Joker movie. Okay, Martin Scorsese is going to do it. Well, no, now he's just going to produce, and Todd Phillips is going to do it. Blah oh, it's just been going on for a long time, and people have been excited about it. Would you say this is the new Tool album for movies?
1: Yeah, I can, tell, you know, I can totally see that, because it feels like it's been talked about forever. It feels like they have been hearing about it. There's been so many versions of what will it be, what will it not be, and I... It sounds bad, but I'm hoping it, it fares a bit better than the 12, because I don't think it, New 12 was bad, but I'm hoping it's...
0: It wasn't worth the 12-year wait or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's like, we got a new 12,
1: finally, and for all the hype and hubbub, it, it was a new tour album. It sounded like it could have came out the year after, 10,000 days, and I'm hoping after all the hype and hubbub and early press screenings and all the stuff from this movie, the one thing I'm worried about, I I don't think I'm thinking this will be a very loved or hated movie. But man, I would be so disappointed if I walk
0: out and it's just a ah, it was okay. I'm really curious about this film, and actually, up until very recently, I was a hundred percent on board. Uh, but we'll get to why I'm not. But it's it's interesting, I think, as the the meta context of it all because. I mentioned Scorsese was attached as a producer at one point, and Todd Phillips has, came out and said that this is a character study of Scorsese movies, also, like as much as it is of comics, because you, you got Robert De Niro pretty much playing the same role he did in The King of Comedy, and he said that Joaquin Phoenix watched uh, Taxi Driver a lot to to kind of get mentally prepared for the role. So you have all that, but then you also have. The character's name, when they came out, you know, it said his name was Affleck, Arthur Fleck. Yeah. A lot of people were like, well, is that a, a dig on Ben Affleck because he just left? Or So I, I think that this movie is going to have a bunch of stuff going on on multiple, multiple levels. I agree. I think
1: it's, a, I, it's the, the most, the thing that I about this movie is I'm very much looking forward to it because... It doesn't feel, or even try to be like any other superhero movie we've had in a very long time, possibly ever. But at the same time, when you go that much against the grain, you you can either end up with a classic or just this weird cult movie that might be shit.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, Todd Phillips, the guy, you know, he goes from directing The Hangover to The Big Short to this, and he's just all over the place. And I... I'm so curious. I mean, when they announced the movie is it has like a $55 million budget, which that's nothing for a superhero movie. Oh yeah. I think that's, that's what I mean. I think that's what Robert Downey Jr. got paid for in game. Like,
1: yeah. I think the one thing about this movie is uh, we've talked about some blah, 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 but it's in such a weird and great position for it to be in. Cause basically love it, hate it. No matter what, this movie is probably opening day going to make all of this money back and more.
0: Oh yeah. No, no doubt. It's gonna, um, yeah, that's no problem for that at all. But I'm just, not Derek just messaged both of us a, a little meme about the Joker. Uh, oh, he's, Papa? he's not even here. He, he his, 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 uh, Peter tingle must be going off.
1: It must be. He you knows we're talking about Joker somewhere. Else, you
0: know? Uh, but yeah, so this movie, so. When I lost faith, in, I mean, I hate to say lost faith because, like I said, I'm still on board. But when I kind of stutter-stepped, I guess is the best. I was like, uh is when they were like, oh, hey, Thomas and Martha are going to be in it. And so is Alfred. And at first, Alec Baldwin was going to be Thomas. And I was like, what is, what? And then now it's this guy named uh, Brett Cullen who has been in some, some random things. But... I I mean can you imagine if Alec Baldwin was in this yeah, I,
1: it's a very odd thing on one hand it's like I always love when people are free to write whatever version of character they want it to be I like when we get the weird like them by gaslights and stuff like that but this again it goes back to everything about this movie either equals man such a brave and Cool risk thing the character, or just a dumb change that will mean nothing. Like, I don't, it goes back to I don't know if it's going to be kind of the swamp thing of new 52, where oh man, they made all these changes, but man, it worked and it's awesome, or if it's going to be the Teen Titans of new 52, where it's like they've made a lot of weird changes for no reason.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think going back to something we talked about the other day, um, when we were talking about like the DC embargo and how you're not allowed to play with other characters and stuff. I think that's what hurts us because they've trained us to know this is our universe. This is what you have to do. But now they're like, Oh, well this isn't in the universe. This is a separate thing. We're like, well, yeah. what are we supposed to do?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is very odd. Cause on one hand DC with their movies right now, they seem very, very driven. to, Hey, we're going to let directors and writers do what they want to do until this is awesome and cool. I, I'm a huge fan of that. But, you are correct, in the past six years, they have done the complete reverse of that and have trained us to not do that at all, to have built, been like, okay, we're building this universe, we're building this universe, we're building this universe, and then to just kind of abandon it, but still use pieces of that universe and not be very clear about stuff, and for for people, like, even people in the know, like, us, there was a long time, because, I mean, technically... There, there's this Joker film, and technically we still have a Joker-Harley film in development too, even though it's in production hell, it's
0: just a weird thing to be like, hey... Well, And you also have The Batman, which is going to have like 18 villains or something in it, so... You
1: have The Batman, you have Birds of... We mentioned Birds of Prey a couple of days ago, it's coming out in February, we saw a trailer for it a couple days ago, and it also mentions Joker, but a very different Joker. We have... It's an interesting time where I think if DC pulls it all off, it's going to be amazing. But avoiding that confusion when you've already built it into people's heads that everything's connected in a way, it's going to be it's going to be difficult, but maybe not impossible. We I don't know. will we'll, to me a lot of it depends on this movie and how everything depends on this movie and how well it because Shazam and Aquaman or Wonder Woman eighty four and Birth of Prey. Because they still have kind of connection to the old stuff, they can get away with, hey, we just didn't mention our show stuff. But yeah. this one, is, because it's so independent and so different, this could be such a different film. Because I think some people are some people are underplaying the popular Joker in the sense of there there are people that I know that never see superhero movies, but will see this movie. And maybe that's what they're hoping for. Maybe that's why they're not explaining it, because they're hoping more for it those people that never see it, so they don't care anyway, but for the people that are kind of mid-level fans, that, hey, they see all superhero movies, they don't keep up with the rumor mill or the news, and they don't really care about the comics, but they love superhero movies, this is probably going to be a very odd movie for them to see, and possibly going to scar them a little bit when they walk in expecting a DC Joker film, and they walk out getting what appears to be more and more like the Brian Nazarello Joker story.
0: Yeah, but you bring up, Something kind of, you know, these people who don't see superhero movies and stuff, why have Thomas and Martha and Alfred in there? It is true.
1: That's, I mean, it's a weird thing going back to it. It looks like they're having Arkham. Dropped them. instead of having a Arkham Asylum, having Arkham Hospital and weird, like these weird subtle changes, which on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, they remind me of like old early 2000s films where they didn't want to. They didn't think it was cool to do the direct version of the comic, so it's like, "Hey, here's your the nerdy thing," but not really, but kind of different.
0: Yeah, X Men aren't wearing yellow spandex, They're but they're still the X Men. Very much it.
1: There are still parts of this movie that does have that vibe to it, and that's I don't know. That's where I'm, I'm super at a crossroads. So on one hand, you have Walking Phoenix just going, looking like he's going full force, crazy comic book version of joker having makeup that looks shockingly similar to that uh, joker dark prince story from a couple years ago mm-hmm. and you have this weird stuff and you have the rumors of oh he's not really he's not necessarily he's not the comic book joker it's all, a whole other thing or oh, maybe he influences the joker or maybe but it's like is it, isn't that weird gotham state almost of is this a completely solely original idea or are you trying to build off of it
0: yeah i don't know so my biggest fear of this movie, um, as far as storytelling goes, you know, without getting into all the other stuff, my biggest fear, I'm calling it right now because I think, I mean, I would i would put $10 that this is going to happen, is that he's going to kill Thomas and Martha.
1: I wouldn't be shocked because I would. Uh, there's a scene in one of the trailers where he's like shoving his fingers into that little boy's mouth, and making him smile. I, that
0: my theory for a long time ago that's really good. With Paul McMarson movie, there's a good chance that is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I just. And. You know, it, I was excited because, like we said, okay, DC's branching out. They're doing their own thing. Okay, cool. And it's like, oh, but wait, no, they can't. They still have to make it. Because if there is that one person living under a rock who doesn't know Batman's origin story, we have to put it in every Batman related movie. Yeah,
1: that's. Batman, Spider Man always suffer from man. They have these iconic, great moments, but man, you really don't need to put every. It's like so many creators want to put their spin on them, where somebody just need to
0: realize, hey, it's better left unsaid or unknown. Like, uh, and that was to... what was great about Homecoming. Yeah, you know, we Marvel, Marvel realized, hey, you've seen the Spider Man origin like twice in the last decade. We're not doing it again.
1: Yeah. Plus, I mean, that's like I, you know, I'll about a show we're doing, uh, because me and Derek are working on our big Brian Michael business, which is Jeff Johns comic-exclusion. I'm rereading through Ultimate Spider-Man right now, and that's the one negative I have of that, even though it's really good, is that, man, rereading through that origin, even a different take on that origin, it's still like, I'm just so tired of every dealing with that.
0: See, on, on that note, I feel like it's better because we actually got to know Uncle Ben, you know?
1: That, I will say, that's the one thing about that origin story that is better, is like, he's not just, it's the uncle. You get to know his character, you get to know his motivations, all that kind of
0: stuff. I feel like after our discussion this week, uh, we've on this show, we've kind of trash-taught Jeff Johns a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't influence your decision too much, maybe.
1: Oh, I feel like, both Jeff Johns and Brian Michael Lewis, I love them to death for different reasons, but both of them have these weird points in their career where they go from being like, the golden child to, man, I can't believe I ever liked their work. But they normally bounce
0: back. Yeah. It's just, and I, I'm just, man, I'm just really curious how this movie's going to play out. I just. I am too. I, I think that's. I just don't know what we're getting into. I don't. Yeah. Which is, on
1: one hand, I'm kind of excited. Because this is the first time in maybe a decade where like I genuinely have no clue what a superhero movie is going to be at all. Like, even, even Guardians of the Galaxy with James Gunn, I at least knew okay, James Gunn, solid, solid sense of humor. I can normally find this stuff funny. It's at least going to be fun. Yeah. This is, like, I mean, Todd Phillips, even half of his movies I find funny, half I don't. Half of his work isn't comedic at all. This is not comedic at all. And I don't know if that's going to work for his benefit or not. And yeah, everything about this movie is a question mark. And I've said it since the first announcement, I really predict this is either going to end up being one of my all-time favorite movies or something that I just cannot
0: stand. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see what you think. Uh, let us know what you think. Are you excited about this movie? Are you going to get to see it this weekend? Let us know in the comments below on SoundCloud or on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just look for The Night Nerd. Email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. I want to take a second. Uh, Colby, where, where can they find you out there?
1: Uh, we are, I am at Honda5 on Instagram, on Twitter, Blah Blah Pod, on almost everything else. If you're on this channel, check down below, we got new Blah Blah episodes coming. Like I mentioned earlier, we have a big comics collision where we compare the body of works from Jeff Johns and Brian Michael Bendis together, so we will <laughs> we'll be talking more Joker stuff with those, with those writers as well.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're in early talks of bringing back some family sounds and things.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. Hopefully we'll get those. The ball rolling though. It's been a crazy. It's been a great year, but a crazy year. So hopefully those will come back pretty pretty soon. We got some family holidays
0: coming up, so maybe around there. Yeah, uh, but I do want to say, Colby, thank you so much for being on the show this week. I, I feel bad that it took you know nine hundred and some fifty some odd episodes. I didn't realize you'd never been on here. I, I feel bad, but I thank you for coming and talking Joker. It's been a lot of fun. I've uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Thanks to you, I think I'm a little more excited about this movie.
1: Well, I'm glad I could get, share a little bit of excitement for it, and thank you for having me on. It's been a blast this whole weekend and talk all about a character I normally talk about anyway, so it's been nice to kind of split it up over a week instead of five hours uh, with Derek and uh, till two in the morning arguing about CFO squad or killing Joe.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, and like you said, make sure you check out all those Blah Blahs. They're, they're a lot of fun. Uh I found myself listening and getting involved. I'm like, oh, no, you're wrong, Derek. Oh, no, you're wrong, Colby. Oh, no, that's a good point, though. Oh, okay. Like, I, it's a very, I don't know if you guys realize it, but it's a very interactive show for a listener, for me anyway, because I get, I'm like, oh, yes, no, yeah. Like, I argue with y'all, even though I'm not there. Well, I appreciate
1: that. Because, yeah, there's definitely anyone listening wants to go listen stuff to stuff that. Any, any of our Suicide Squad content or in-game content, not, a, not Marvel One game but Batman in-game, There are some
0: heated debates we'll say about those. Nice, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking.